Mary is the mother of God. Some people object to that title for Mary. They think we Catholics are trying to make a goddess out of Mary. But we aren't. It's actually quite simple. Jesus is God. Mary gave birth to Jesus. Giving birth to someone makes a woman the mother of that person. Therefore, Mary is the mother of God. In saying this, of course, we're not saying that Mary is a goddess. We're saying that her son is God. Whenever we assert some truth about Mary, it's always as much about who he, Jesus, is as it is about who she is. So while Mary is the source of Jesus' human nature, he brought his own divine nature in the incarnation, his godliness. She couldn't offer him that because, well, she doesn't have it herself. She's not God. She can't beget God from herself as God. This means Mary is, though, while not God, she is in a unique position in all of human history because God has never been so close to one of us as he is to Mary, his mother. After all, she carried him in her womb for nine months. She nursed him as a child in that manger as the shepherds arrived and shared their good news that this child was Messiah and Lord and that he had come to save us all. Mary, we read, pondered these mysteries in her heart as she followed him and stayed by his side throughout his whole life, even to the cross. And from there, hanging on the cross, Jesus gave his own mother, whom he loved so much, to us. We see this when he gives um, her to John as his mother. We say, in that moment, he is giving us Mary as our mother as well. And so while Mary is not the source of our salvation, she is the first disciple and co-worker with Jesus in bringing that salvation to everyone. So as we read in the gospel, Mary's maternal care for Jesus is evident, but would also like to point out that her maternal care for us, even here and now, is very real. And how do we know this? Well, maybe, maybe we have some individual experiences of, of her care for us. Maybe a prayer that we had uh, offered to her was answered. She brought it to her son, who, who brought it to fruition in some way. Maybe that happened, and if it did, thank God. But on a larger scale, harder to ignore and, and, and um, rationalize away, her care for us, her spiritual children, is evident in the events of world history. Take, for example, our own parish's name, Queen of the Most Holy Rosary. Where does that come from? Well, as I explained each year in October, in the 1500s, Muslim forces were conquering vast expanses of land. They were threatening Christian Europe when Pope St. Pius V called everyone in Europe to pray the rosary that 
asking Mary's intercession that Europe would be saved from war. After all, if Europe had lost that war, persecution, death, slavery would have come to all of Europe for Christians. Against all odds, as Europe begged Mary for her intercession, there was a decisive sea battle at Lepanto, near Greece. It was won by the Christian fleet. Europe was saved. And the Pope established a feast on that day called Our Lady of Victory in honor of Mary, which was eventually renamed Our Lady of the Rosary, in which we still celebrate each year, as I said, in October, to recall this victory at Lepanto, a victory that was won through Mary's intercession. Mary is looking out for God's people. God's worked like that through Mary numerous times in history. Here's a few more examples. We think of Mary's care for the people of Mexico, where she appeared in December of 1531 as Our Lady of Guadalupe. That appearance very quickly put to an end, put an end to a very terrible evil, human sacrifice on a massive scale, perpetrated in the name of false Aztec gods. Mary's appearance there inspired the conversion of literally millions of people to Jesus Christ in a very short time. You'll know them by their fruits, right? Her visit is the reason that Mexico is still largely a Catholic country even today. Mary cared for the people of Mexico and brought them to her son. We think, too, of Mary's visit to Lourdes in France in 1858 to St. Bernadette. If you remember the story, among other things, this is, this is what people remember the most, a spring of water began to flow during Mary's visit in Lourdes. After one miraculous healing in the waters, after bathing in the water, many more people came to bathe. It sounds like some pious myth. Ooh, healing waters, right? Except that there have been 70 investigated and confirmed, out of thousands of claimed, miraculous healings. Now, of course, as an aside, water isn't like magic. You know, God is the one at work, and faith, as St. Bernadette explained, is what matters the most for, for those who visit Lourdes. But in any case... You might have seen, and the reason I mentioned Lords now is you may have noticed in the news over the last few weeks, in multiple places, including on 60 Minutes, the story of the 70th confirmed healing at Lords. This one of Sister Bernadette Moriot. Sister Bernadette is a French religious sister, and I mean, they interview her on 60 Minutes, so she's still around, right? This isn't some part of ancient history. She was suffering a disease that was extremely painful, which caused total paralysis of her legs and back. But right after visiting Lourdes in 2008 and bathing in these waters, her pain stopped. Her leg physically straightened in a way it couldn't before. In a moment, she was totally healed. Here's the interesting thing. Well, that's interesting, but this is, this is also interesting, right? Her case was investigated by doctors, skeptical doctors, many doctors, hundreds, in fact, using modern medicine, 
and over the course of years, and there is no medical explanation. Many, of course, people experience some kind of healing as they go there, not always physical, though. But when, when people go and pray, they get uh, maybe what they need even more, you know, deep in faith, a renewed hope, peace. Mary is watching over the pilgrims to Lourdes, and she's walking, walking, watching over the rest of us as well. Uh, one last example I'll just mention is that of Fatima in Portugal in 1917. Mary appeared there numerous times and asked everyone in the world to pray and sacrifice more fervently for peace. This was, you know, as World War I and World War II were about to come along. And uh, it seems to have worked. Some war seems to have been avoided and uh, to a degree that we answered her request. So Mary gave us Jesus. And Jesus, in turn, gave us Mary, his own mother. He gave us her as our own spiritual mother. And she, working at the behest of her son as a co-worker, cares for us always. History shows us this is true. So as we now begin 2023, let's strive to draw closer to our Mother Mary, the Mother of God. She will never fail to protect us, and most importantly of all, to guide us closer to Jesus, her own divine Son. Amen.